A friend is a buddy that you love. We bring them on the show to teach us some stuff. And when the show comes to an end, if anyone asks, you must contend. Jason and Kelsey have friends. Jason and Kelsey have friends. All right, welcome to Jason and Kelsey have friends. I'm Jason. And I'm Kelsey. And we are two Bay Area Asians learning from our friends. That was stellar, as always. It only took two takes. Don't say that about yourself. (laughs) But okay. But thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Every time. Every time I do it, I'm just on pins and needles hoping that you'll compliment me. And generally you do. Honestly, your, your musical experience i feel like carries you because i'd be nervous every time i do it but you're just calm cool collect you're like cool hand luke over there you know what i mean yeah but you're jason so oh weird yeah that's me yeah all right uh cool how are you doing what uh what's new what have you learned this week uh i learned actually a thing about uh marijuana which is a drug oh wow yeah let me tell you about it i've heard so much about cbd oil uh-huh. Which you might have heard about. Yeah. So I thought that that was somehow related to THC, which is like the drug part of marijuana, right? So THC is the thing that gets you high, you know, is the... Okay. It's that, like, if you extract the THC from the marijuana, that the THC is what will give you the effects of what makes marijuana very fun and... I see. Okay. And all that stuff. Like it makes you uh, like get the munchies. It makes you very relaxed. All that stuff. Yeah. CBD ha- is nothing to do with any effect that THC has. Because I thought initially when you have CBD oil, you just rub it all over your body and you're just super high and hungry without actually having to smoke a joint. But in reality, it's like a completely separate set of properties that is like anti-inflammatory and it's weird that it just derives from marijuana without the THC effect. I see. So both of these things come from marijuana. Correct. But neither contains the other. My, that's yes, that is my understanding. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cuz again, I like, I'm a I'm a big old dum-dum when it comes to drug us. <laughs> And the fact that you can't even say these words. Yeah. I, know. I mean I want to I want to seem like credible to be like, "Oh yeah, like he knows drugs." No, I mean I know very little about I know. about any of that, I, so this is all just news to me. And it's like, odd because of the two of us, I'm probably more of like the renegade. You're you know, more experienced. I probably like that. could yeah. find because you went to LA. You've lived in I LA. I lived in LA. Yeah, I know all of my LA connections. You're wild. Yeah, that's right. But I <laughs> I genuinely didn't know that. I like I was an idiot thinking, oh yeah, the great thing about CBD oil is you can rub it all over your body and get the effects of marijuana without <laughs> having to smoke. And I was like, I'll just swim in a vat like a bathtub full of CBD, and I'm all good. <laughs> uh huh. That's not how it works. Cool. So are you using these products? I am not. Oh, okay. But I kind of want to try it now. Uh, Now that you know that it doesn't contain the other thing? No, it's just I learned more about the benefits of CBD. (laughs) Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and you were doing this research because... No, I wasn't doing this research. So Kelly was taking a continuing education course for dentistry. And there was a course about like the effects of cannabis and dentistry. Oh, so there were other things that they talk about, like if someone shows up high, then you have to, there are certain drugs that you would prescribe them that wouldn't be as effective in the moment. So it's like understanding 
how the different chemical interactions between cannabis and the things you might need to prescribe for dentistry might interact with each other. I see. Okay, nice. Yeah. But that's what Great. I learned. What a factoid. That's true, yeah. How about you, Jason? What'd you learn this week? That's great. So I, I learned something about limes. And uh, the fruit the or the fruit. company? The fruit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in particular, I learned uh, there's a type of lime called a finger lime. And it's cool because... Is it cool? Oh, it's it's really okay. cool. Okay. Yeah. Hold on to your butts. Um, so the finger lime is... It's, it's called the finger lime because it's more elongated. It's like the shape of a finger just like is it really just like the naming of a fingerling potato right so that's okay. the, so just picture a lime that's a little bit more stretched out and long how stretched right. out do i have to imagine like a small pickle oh whoa that's pretty stretchy. it's pretty stretchy yeah wow okay. and <laughs> and then what's really cool about it is the inside of the lime when you cut it open it's not like the inside of an orange or a lime or a lemon like a citrus that you might mm-hmm. expect mm-hmm. it's actually little balls of citrus so it's like Oh. It's described as like caviar-like. Oh, that's weird. Like pomegranate almost. Like when you cut up in a pomegranate, it has those seeds inside? Or Even more caviar-like than that. Whoa. In that okay. it's all detached. So like when you cut it open, the stuff inside is, it's caviar-like in that it's loose. Yeah. yeah. So you can kind of just like, I and I've never tried this fruit, but I imagine yeah. you can like bite off the top and just like go-gurt it into your mouth. Oh, nice. Just like, okay. just like squeeze. <laughs> is that the noise that you That's the noise. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Just into the mouth. Yeah. You have just... Confirmed, I will never do that if that's another <laughs> way I made it. But um, why is it called a lime? I feel like there's no. So it's, it is because it is a lime and it tastes like lime. And Oh, whoa. That's weird. Yeah. And so it's like green on the outside, like a lime. Okay. So it's like basically caviar fruit. It's just the form factor is a little bit different. I see. More caviar like. Oh, okay. That's, that's weird. Well, yeah, it's like fish eggs. Well, okay. Cool. Well, so it sounds like the fingerling lime is the caviar of fruits. And fortunately, the. The next guest we have is the yeah. So okay, so I I'm, I appreciate your segue, but I actually prepared a segue here. Oh, because please. oh, uh, I'm sorry. One, one thing about the f- the finger lime is uh-huh. that it is an Australian fruit. Shut, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Jason, yeah, someone did their research. I really and it's did. Very appreciated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you just go ahead and cut out that garbage that I was about to segue <laughs> into, and have that fire away. Yeah. Oh no, really? That's it. It's an Australian fruit, and. Okay. Uh, and we're very lucky today to have an Australian fruit with us as a guest. Wow. <laughs> did I did I land the plane? No, no, no. <laughs> that was pretty rough, but I will pick up the baton. It's falling on the floor. All right, here we, we go. We are disqualified from the race, but I will continue to speak as always. Okay. So our guest today is an Anaheim native who attended the University of California, San Diego with a degree in international economics and holds an MBA from the UCLA Anderson School of Management, a former operations manager at companies such as Lyft, Getaround, and Gigster, and currently founder and digital content publisher of Discover Discomfort, an online media website focused on bridging gaps with new places through language learning, dance, and other cultural activities. Please welcome to the podcast, giant Doctor Who nerd, Joe Hyun! Yeah, Hey, hello. Hi, Joe. Hey guys. Wow. Thanks for being here, yeah. Joe. They, yeah, thank you for having me. It's so honored. I know, it's great. I mean, and clearly as a non-Australian, you're not going to do any Australian accents, right? Oh, no, I wouldn't do that to you guys. <laughs> that one was that was actually better than I think the, the that one was I quite good. Earlier. Yeah, very convincing. Thank you. Yeah, not at all. Okay, so thank first you. question right off the bat, finger limes, good, yay, nay, have you tried it? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I have tried finger lime. Um, 
Yeah, and I actually didn't know it was from Australia, but um, they're yeah, they're really tasty. It's kind of they're like little candies, um, but they're similar yeah. to um, fish eggs, like rose. The yeah, that yeah. texture they just kind of like a ex- little explosion. Um, but yeah, they're really I, good. I imagine like if you, I think it'd be cool if you just got like some seltzer and then just like ripped one open with their teeth and just like drop yeah, it in there, it you know, good. like kind of as a flavoring. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, actually they stay pretty contained in their little balls and so they don't like dis- disperse the flavor. They'll just, Oh, I see. Yeah. I see, you see. have to really bite into it. You have but... to pop them open. Wow. You, mm. you really like Joe, popping you... boba. Yeah. Yeah, Joe, you really speak as someone who's clearly eaten a fingerling line before, and I. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not. I'm not so. lying, guys. I promise. I. I promise. I really ate it. She's a true Australian. Of course, <laughs> yeah, she's tried. Right. She's, I think she's tried all the indigenous fruits of Australia by this point. Yeah. Right. Like, like name the other indigenous fruits, Jason. <laughs> a papaya. I have no idea. Papaya. <laughs> you know name papaya. Tropical fruits. Do you know what they call papaya here? They call it popo. Oh, that's a very. That's, oh, wait, sorry. That's... I'm sorry. They call it papa. Papa. <laughs> Popo is something really different. It's actually because papaya, it, it's like kind of a weird word. And so papa is a bit easier to say. So that's why they call it papa. Papa. Oh, interesting. So I, I went to that's Thailand weird. and they say papaya papaya, which is, it's oh. such a weird pronunciation of the exact same word. Like, it's not like they're... Ch- Maybe, like, is that the real way to pronounce it? I don't know. But when I went... I was like, what is a papaya? And can I get a papaya with that? And they were like, it's the same thing, dummy. <laughs> oh, interesting. It was great. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, moving along. So I am curious to know how you guys know each other. Like, what, like, Joe, how did you meet Kelsey? And why was that a terrible experience? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so Kelsey and I met through business school and he was a year below me really like um, pulling that up again just like I, really low. i don't know because it's very important for everyone <laughs> to know that i went through things a little bit earlier than you and yeah, everything she is your that senior, i say Kelsey. yeah everything yeah. that i say should be taken mm. more seriously oh, and as tr- more truthfully than whatever more Kelsey gravitas says. Right. yeah exactly yeah yeah uh so he was good friends with my roommate connie and so, um, yeah, that's kind of how we got to know each other. Wow. So Kelsey's one of those dudes that wouldn't stay in his lane, basically. Just had to be friends with everybody. Yeah. Just like yeah. sticking his nose in places that yeah. they don't belong. Just one of those yeah, guys, exactly. Right? He's, yeah. I'm sure you know Jason from experience, yeah. but he's like, you know, very like, I need to talk to everyone. I, you know, either, even if you don't like me, like, I'm just going to keep talking to you. And even if you say like, go away, please. He just really it comes on way strong. Leave so. me alone. Like, yeah. I don't like you. Like, I don't like what you're doing. Why do you smell like that? Where's where that even from? Yes. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I totally get this. And you yeah. just, you, you know, he, he, he tires you out. He really tires you out for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hurts even more the second time around. <laughs> Wait, no, Kelsey, um, were you like this in high school or college? Or was it like business school you really felt like? you know, something clicked. Ooh, like, like, mm, I got it. No, I don't know what it was. I just, I think I realized that this is the last time that you'll have this opportunity to have this many people have Mm. this much time to get to know them. So I might as well try to strike while the iron is hot. I I think actually what's valuable is working for a little bit and understanding that all the things that you enjoyed about college 
basically become non-existent. Yeah, yeah, working. yeah. So I was like, all right, this is my okay. last two years where I can get to talk to these like randos, you know, that mm. might be yeah. in the class above me who are just like, oh gosh, she's so quiet and awkward. I just need to kind of talk to her. So you were throwing her a bone, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's oh, funny. It's funny how the narrative shifts <laughs> depending on who the last person to talk was. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. really got glad that, that, that you guys really got that out of the way, so the revisionist yeah. history can be righted. Got it. Got it. Via <laughs> this conversation. Uh-huh. That's interesting because um, yeah, I'll, I'll admit something. I was like that. What? In, what? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also kind of like that in high school. Like that was some. Breaking. That was my mentality. Was like. High school was your last parole. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "There's nothing beyond this for me. Like, this is this is it." <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like that annoying freshman guy who's just like constantly in like the senior people's like business, <laughs> and, and I think they they kind of just like tolerated me because I was you know ever present. But yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. so I, I get that. That's cool. Um, I would generally well, agree with what Joe said. We did meet in business school. One thing I did want to call out is Joe and I used to play a lot of pool together. And Joe would just like whoop on me consistently. Uh, but I did want to also say that the last two times we played, I beat her twice in a row and I will lord those victories over her until she <laughs> is dead. Yeah. Like, you know, dead, that's dead. really crazy yeah. because I, I actually, I really generally forgot about that. And I, I guess it shouldn't surprise me that it's still like very top of mind for you. But <laughs> yeah, I just, I almost forgot that we even played, but. Um, <laughs> I do now that I think about it now I feel like I really I won a lot and I have this distinct (laughs) memory of you like just every after every loss like I just feel like another we of another part of Kelsey like another Kelsey came out and I was like holy shit like who is this he was just look again another one I was was so much rage mad I was so mad because she was so smug. She was just like, she's like, oh, no, did the ball go in the hole? I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, she probably wasn't like that at all. Just but every time you. it yeah, went yeah. in the hole, I was like, she thinks she's better than me, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. So the last, that's why the last two victories, whilst Joe doesn't remember, which is devastating to me, <laughs> was the pinnacle of my pool career, yeah, in yeah. which I walked away on top. So I, I mean, I, I'm glad you got to experience that. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it's yeah, like, I'm happy for you, Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Joe, I'm very happy for me. I mean, don't ask yeah. for the full total tally of victories versus defeats. You just need to know <laughs> the last. It was two. probably like two to eighty or something. No, uh, I want to say probably more. Do you think eighty? No, I feel like it was maybe like thirty something. No, we played a lot. We played a lot. We played. I, I guess we did. Yeah. Because yeah. I actually got better as she was continually destroying. Oh, me. that's what was happening. You yeah, were learning. You were improving. Yeah, you, uh, like, I was hockey stick right there. <laughs> Right up, straight up. Wow. Her 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 skills just peaked, and they just stayed consistently up top. I just, oh, that's kind of true. Yeah. yeah. I think this is like a this is a parallel to your friendship in that like you yeah. basically just wore her down. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was just like here just to win this. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a beautiful yeah. analogy. That's try, true. I unfortunately agree with you on that <laughs> because we would go out and she would just be like, oh, she was I just so tired like, by that point. She's like, I just want to go home. Well, like this guy's so annoying. Okay. Well, what's sad, <laughs> what's genuinely sad is that second year, like her second year, is when you're supposed to. You don't. You have a job lined up. You have no responsibilities really. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fun. And she'd be like, I want to go watch the bachelorette or something like just sit and i was just like joe come on like 
What do you? It's the Bachelorette. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, come on. As we know Did for I a fact that we have many. We have many Bachelor Bachelorette fans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We listen to this podcast. The worst TV show listen, to say. I you am not said saying. Else. I'm not saying it's a bad TV show. I'm just saying, like, you can record it. Watch it some other time. Wow. 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 Oh, do you have to gosh. watch it live? Can, you can cut this. You can cut this. Yeah, we're gonna have out. to cut this. This is embarrassing. This, this is too scary. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Two two wins in a row. That's all I'm gonna say. They call me Kelsey. Two wins in a row over Joe Chung. <laughs> two wins in a Flows row right Joe. off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> all um, right. But speaking. So speaking of your website, we wanted to bring you on because I would say that you you followed a fairly traditional business path. Um, and now you're doing something that's very, very different from where you started. So I guess let's start from the beginning. Uh, you were raised in Anaheim. How was that? Um, so yeah, Anaheim was great. Um, actually, no, Anaheim is not great. It's Ooh. really boring. Wow. Disneyland is right there. Disneyland yeah. is there. Yeah, we can we can hear the fireworks from our house. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, no, I mean, not a bad, not a bad place. Um, it, yeah, it was pretty traditional upbringing, Asian, Asian childhood, you know, education was really emphasized. Um, yeah. and yeah, and basically like my parents thought, you know, you could be like a doctor, or a lawyer or engineer, you know, mm-hmm. the, you can choose one of those three. And yeah, I wasn't basically, I wasn't really good at math or science. So I figured I should not do those um and i went into kind of went to business it's like easy like everyone i guess does business if they don't do that if they're not good at the other two like, what other options <laughs> are there kelsey so your thought right, is kelsey everybody who is basically every business person is a failed doctor or a failed lawyer you know prove me wrong <laughs> like, seriously <laughs> prove me wrong yeah um, okay, so you went to SD and you majored in international economics. So it seems like which even, is basically like pre-business. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pre-business. It is, yeah, but I think yeah, it's some, pre-business. I would say that some people, though, if you take the international economics route, there is a bit of you know, was that kind of international bug in you at that point already, or was that yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah, I, I think I liked tra- I like I hadn't traveled much, but mm. I liked the idea of travel and I was really obsessed with France. And so I did, I studied abroad in like in my last year and basically international economics made it so that I could study abroad and still graduate like a bit early. So it was very efficient kind of major. Um, Wait, so as a, as a Korean who's into France, what's your thoughts on Paris baguette? Oh yeah. (laughs) It's very, it's very like, it's cute. You know, it's, Cool. It's uh, it's. I mean, it's a bag. Like they do a baguette, and obviously, it's it looks like a baguette, and that's fine. Um, I, and the I, and the I, sweets are are. It tastes good, but okay, yeah. Glowing recommendation. Cool. Yeah, that's a very strong Yelp review right <laughs> basically, there. <laughs> basically, you just described what they sell. It was like yeah, Paris baguette. They sell baguettes and sweets, which look good. It was right. like a, yeah. it was, it was like a hostage situation yeah, know, for seriously. a second. <laughs> Jeez. No, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't begrudge other, yeah. you know, I, they're doing their best. Wow. I respect that. That's yeah. kind of a takedown of Paris. <laughs> I, I gotta say, 
very effective. Listen, they're trying their hardest. It's okay? very Asian to, very to value hard work. Yeah. yeah, I like their cakes. We always we always buy their cakes mm, for yes. like birthdays and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah solid that. cakes. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so you got to travel, and it does seem like you had that instilled in you fairly early, like around college age. So then, after graduating from UCSD, what's what? Where is the Joe trajectory taking you? Yeah. So after graduating, I, I like just needed a job. So I worked at this really small, like mom and pop TV and appliance store. And I helped oh, like cool. start up the e-com business. So that's kind of where I got into like internet, I guess. Oh, and you learned um, about the internet and, and what year was this? <laughs> 2009. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's been around e-commerce, longer than E-commerce okay. specifically, Kelsey. Okay. okay. And obviously I had shopped online before that. Okay. Yeah. Kelsey, <laughs> Kelsey, respect your elders. That's true. <laughs> respect the elder <laughs> who's you, not older than me, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so you're working at this e-commerce place and you decided to... And I think you mentioned that you wanted to go to business school. What were your aspirations for business school? Well, okay. So I just, I mentioned this just to, just to show how very behind, almost like behind the times I was. So uh, something in my head of like a potential career goal was to be the VP of like a branch at Yahoo. Oh, and so, yeah. yeah. Okay. And what year was this? I just, I just really need to just want to set my bearings here about this Yahoo. Yeah, okay. Yahoo was home. not really that hot. It was uh-huh. Uh-huh. like 20, 2012, 2013. Oh, okay. cool. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I just really respected like women leaders and Marissa Meyer was like a really big, big CEO and inspiring huge. figure yeah. for women at the time. So, um, yeah, I did. I looked up to her and I kind of yeah. wanted to be like a, a version of that. Great. I mean, Yahoo, that's like the <laughs> top of the middle, I think, at that time. It's, like just, no, but it's a, it's a, it's there, a company. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's a company. No, yeah, it's Jason, a company. Help her uh, out here. There, there, uh-huh. uh, there is an opportunity it's there, com- maybe. Oh, okay. Just, I think, I think, yeah. okay, how about this? I think even a sinking ship is a ship. <laughs> How's oh, that? Does that help? Good God. <laughs> That is scathing. That didn't help. That's worse than anything that Kelsey was, would have said. That was amazing. That was I was, trying, I was trying to come up with a metaphor, but all I was picturing was Joe like literally bailing water yeah, yeah, out of a sinking ship. It was ship. like, um, everyone's gone, but okay. Someone still needs to be there. Yeah. To just to remember what happened. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, that, that just goes to show... Like the very, I just wanted to be at like a big company, you know, kind of be like a small, kind of important small figure at a big company where things are very. It makes sense. Predictable. Yeah. 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 For me personally, I like, I had the same idea about like working at Microsoft. Right. And, and it wasn't like a super desirable place to go. Really? Because a lot of people were more interested in, you know, Google, Yahoo. Amazon, Yahoo, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Facebook. Like, there there <laughs> are other the like more ascending companies. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but for me, I was like, this is something that I know, something yeah. that I feel like I can, I get that, make a difference. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's just. You know what? Joe, you know Joe, what? Joe, take Thanks. the. Take, Thanks, guys. Joe, um, take the hand. Take goodbye the hand. forever. Take, <laughs> take the hand that Jason extended to you. And, yeah. And 
God, for God's sakes, pull I up. Found com- I pull think up. I found some common ground. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, great. Yeah. You this barely squeaked out some common ground. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so okay, so now, so at this point, again, you're like it, again. It seems like even at this business school juncture, you're still following a very traditional business path. So yeah, like what happens during business school? What happens after business school? That kind of you know changes your trajectory. Well, yeah, I mean, I found that I actually really like this, like, startup, like, smaller company vibe. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And so um, I was kind of seeking more of those startup tech opportunities. So, yeah, I joined this startup called GetAround. They do car sharing. That was interesting. And then I joined Lyft, and that was kind of, like, my dream. That was really became my dream company. And I still really respect Lyft a lot. I think the co-founders are amazing. And Mm. I loved everyone I worked with at Lyft. Um, But it was really stressful. I worked a lot. And actually, I had a boss that was really toxic and terrible. And that, you know, I would like cry (laughs) at work. And it was awful. Um, So, (laughs) yeah. You never told me this. This was news to me. Oh man, it was, it got bad towards the end. Like I, yeah, I basically every day I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I really don't, I I didn't want to go in. And, and so I, I I found that I just, I just needed to do something different. Yeah. So I kind of started listening to more podcasts and um, I read very cliche job pivoting book, um, four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. Mm -hmm. And he kind of talks a lot about lifestyle design and lifestyle design is just basically like having more balance in your life, not having it all be work, not having it, you know, all be life thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But just having a well, more well-rounded, fulfilling life. So my partner and I, basically, we went away for a weekend and we kind of listed out what do we want our life to look like five to 10 years from now. And we thought about things that we enjoy. So I really love traveling and uh, we love learning languages and like we hate like working for someone. So mm-hmm. we looked at, you know, what what are our career goals? And I still wanted to kind of work at a big company at some VP level where, you know, things are really predictable and you're making consistent income. Well, that goal actually did not bring me any closer to, you know, the ideal life that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like a big epiphany for us. Basically, we're pushing toward these little promotions that actually are not really what we want at all. So we kind of figured we had just completely scrapped everything, you know. And then I, I started camping and hiking a lot, and like backpacking and doing things that were quite difficult, like going on really long hikes. And those things, doing something where I was really like out of my comfort zone, mm. I found to be really invigorating. And we wanted to do more of that. So we just felt like tackling these challenges more directly create a lot of growth opportunities for us personally. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how we came with our idea of Discover Discomfort, which is our website. Yeah, we basically do things, go to countries and regions we really didn't have much exposure to. Um, and we're quite ignorant about and interact with people we normally don't because like Silicon Valley is quite a bubble. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of where a little bit of where we are now. Wait, so you just like quit your job, your partner also did, and you just, just like hit the road and you had the website idea already or was this like, what was that transition like? Yeah, so we had a, a couple 
I guess, bucket list items we wanted to do. So Donna, my partner, he had always wanted to learn Arabic. And I was like, oh, okay, Arabic's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, and we, we were researching, like, where is a good place to learn Arabic? And some posts said Egypt. So we were like, okay, let's go to Egypt. <laughs> so that was kind of like our first our first thing we wanted to do. And then I, I've always wanted to learn Swahili um, oh, because I think it was whoa. such a beautiful language and I haven't had much exposure to Africa at all. So that was kind of really good in terms of learning more about a different, really different place. So yeah, we just had like a list, like I wanted to learn Kung Fu in China at some point, And like, I wanted to learn how to dance. So we just had mm. these things that we're really unfamiliar with that we have always wanted to do. And we basically just did it one at a time. So after Egypt, we thought, okay, we can go to Tanzania next. But yeah, it, it was basically, I really didn't have much exposure to the Middle East and America. There's a lot of like stigma mm. um, with like that part of the world. For sure, and yeah. I just wanted to understand it better. So yeah, that was kind of like the impetus to us going there nice. first. So it That's sounds cool. like, yeah, yeah, for sure. It sounds like the first place you went to was Egypt. And, yeah. you know, in order to test the premise of your website, what was the, what were some discomforts that you had discovered oh my gosh. in a completely different, you know, a foreign area that you've never, because I, I presume that you've never been to Egypt before. No, and, no. Yeah. I traveled a lot in South America or not, not even South America, Central America and Europe. Brag. But I travel a lot. No, but I just, yeah, I hadn't really gone to the Middle East at all. So I really didn't know anything about it. I did some, you know, some research. People said that Egypt is a little crazy. And, and we went first to Cairo. And okay, yeah, it is really, really quite a huge cultural shock when we got picked up from the airport. And, and they really drive really crazy. Like, I just remember being like stressed out the entire time like yeah, yeah. people just crossing the street and on freeways where there's like no real lanes and wow. you just kind of make lanes um mm -hmm. so yeah it, it really was the perfect place for us to start discover discomfort because it was so different to san francisco like really noisy that's literally honking 24 7 mm -hmm. it's not like hey asshole honk it's just like honk, I'm here, don't hit me, honk, 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 I'm here, honk, honk, honk. Like, everyone's just honking the whole time. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a, and... a sonar-based driving system. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't hear and that it... honk bounce off of that car to hit yeah, back yeah. to my hot, my ears again, so. Yeah, exactly. There's a car near. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was just, like, it definitely makes you feel alive. Like, yeah, there's cars, and then there's, like, horse carriages, and people on bikes, like, carrying giant, giant bread on their head. Like, it's really quite incredible. It, like, just everything it hits all the senses. And especially as a woman in Cairo, it is really, really difficult and, frankly, very uncomfortable. Just walking alone is a bit sketchy, but I we were there for a few months, so I got used to it, and I didn't really get harassed. But it is. It was a very, very different environment. And especially when we didn't really speak great Arabic in the beginning. So that was pretty challenging, but it felt nice being able to communicate somewhat towards the end. And yeah, I definitely think language acquisition, if you really want to like get to know a country well, is super, super important because I definitely feel very, very connected to Egypt now. And even though Cairo is like crazy, I still really love Egypt. 
would you want to go back, I guess, considering the experience? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know that I would really go to Cairo for an extended period of time, but there's this area in Egypt called Dahab. It's next to the Red Sea, and it's so beautiful, and it's a really, really different vibe to the rest of Egypt. The ocean is beautiful, like amazing diving, really cheap. Everyone is like really relaxed. Yeah, like Egypt is beautiful, and obviously there's like those historical sites that are amazing. Um yeah, I, I I will say this just as a quick plug. Um, since you had left San Francisco, I, I follow you on on the IG, the Instagram. Yeah, and some of the pictures that you took in Egypt specifically were beautiful. So yeah, um, I think it's it's at Discover Discomfort, right? It's at well, I changed my handle. It's just at my name, Jura Hyun. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. But it but it's very. I mean, I saw the pictures, and it's kind of nice to see. Um, at least visually, it must have been very nice. Yeah, it was amazing. Honestly, like if you go to Egypt and you go to those historical sites, like it'll ruin any sightseeing anywhere. Really? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because yeah, those yeah. places are like 5,000 plus years old and they're in impeccable mm. shape and so impressive. And then you go to Europe and everything's just like few hundred so, years old so really young yawn <laughs> yeah oh my god 16th century <laughs> boring <laughs> uh okay so so you were in egypt you learned arabic where was the next stop that you went oh yeah then we went to jordan and we kind of did a bit of like sightseeing in jordan and saw some friends and then israel and like we do kind of some breaks because we were basically learning Arabic, like every single day we were studying for like 60 days to try to get really good at it in a short period of time. And that's actually very draining. So we just, we usually have a couple, like a month or so of a break where we just uh-huh. kind of relax. Did and you so, hire someone? Yeah. Sorry, like how do you hire someone to like I'm teach curious Arabic about the language. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, um, yeah, we kind of have like a steps now that we've done it a few times, but, um, yeah, in Egypt, we, we just hired online teachers. So there's this really good site called italki and you hire tutors and they have a bunch of different tutors. And I think it's like the, probably the biggest platform. So the quality of tutors are quite high. And obviously depending on the language, you don't get as many like Arabic, there aren't as many teachers as, you know, if you want to learn Spanish or French, but mm. yeah, there's some really good ones. Oh, interesting. So Jordan, Israel, yeah. and then breaks in between where are you going on these breaks like i mean you're already traveling where do you where do you go to break oh, i'm so no, tired those are, our, those are our breaks <laughs> like those where we're not breaks? like oh. where we're not intensively learning anything oh like, i see okay. yeah just the intensively learning part is Gosh. draining yeah but we after that we went to then we went to tanzania to learn swahili and that was that, that was really cool um yeah i just didn't know like a lot about Africa at all. And a lot of people talk about Africa, like just a, just a continent, mm-hmm. but yeah. like really the, obviously it's not. <laughs> and the whole, the region are really continent. different. And Africa's not <laughs> no, a continent. <laughs> no, no, oh no, God. no, no, no. Friends, you heard it here. Yeah, first. Continent. No, no, no. It is not. Oh God! Can you explain that part? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I just can't let it slide. <laughs> oh gosh! Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, Tanzania. So we're in Tanzania. Yeah. That I agree yeah, that is was, not a continent. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that was my bad. Okay, fine. Um, 
anyway, we were I, in East yeah. Africa, <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah. Anyway, I I just wanted to like at least start traveling there a bit, and we definitely want want to go to like a lot other a lot more regions. But um, yeah, we went to Zanzibar, and Zanzibar. We started Swahili in Zanzibar. We we were researching where is a good place to learn, and a lot of the those coastal areas are great for Swahili learning because that's kind of where the language started. And it was really interesting because I thought Zanzibar was going to be really different to Egypt. Like it was going to be huge differences, but actually there are so many similarities. Like Zanzibar is majority um, Muslim island. And so a lot of like the greetings were exactly the same. Like we would say salam alaikum and they would say alaikum salam. And it, it was like oh. a lot of Arabic, surprising amount of Arabic there, yeah. which we weren't expecting. But yeah, and we did basically did the same thing. We had the, like online tutors and just kind of like did local shopping. And yeah, I mean, that place is beautiful. Yeah. I have, I, yeah, it's what, amazing. What inspired you to, to be... Uh interested in Swahili because I'll be honest, I don't really know what Swahili sounds like, but it sounds like going into discover discomfort. You said Swahili was one of the things you did want to learn because it's such a beautiful language. Where, where did that love come from? Yeah. So, um, I will, I mean, I will profess my ignorance here and I mean, this is why it's really good. We went there. So I, I love the Lion King. And, <laughs> Uh-huh, and cool. uh yeah like like mufasa <laughs> and like and like simba like, <laughs> that's i mean that's Joe, great this is not a controversial thing to say i liked a disney movie when i was a child that sounds i know but that's board. so it is embarrassing <laughs> like that's why i wanted to learn and, and you know like the songs are so beautiful and i just i just thought because Simba, Mufasa, and Rafiki, those are all Swahili yeah. words. I thought that the songs were also Swahili, but it's Zulu. And so. Oh, okay. See, yeah. I, I, even, okay. I, I had no idea. Listen, about you could have yeah. said it was Swahili. I would have just bought yeah, into it. Exactly. And someone would have been like, you idiots. That's, it's Zulu, you dummies. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, wait, okay, so, feel- wait, so did Disney know that? Like, yeah, does, why did they use I'm two sure different they languages? Know to, that. But isn't sure Zulu they- in. Africa, like it's not like lion speaks Zulu, not Swahili. You know what I mean? No, like, I, I'm no, it's sure also an African sure. language. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I think. Yeah, they, it you know, is. To answer your question, I think I think they were like, yeah, this is probably not Swahili. I don't think they were targeting Swahili and went, oh no, it's Zulu. Crap, we got to re-record everything. I, I'm thinking. I, I guess there are like analogs to real life because I'm thinking about like. Asian kids with names inspired by completely other languages. Oh, like, oh, oh this is Pierre Lee. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, is okay. Yeah, uh, so maybe, maybe that's, that's like, oh, that's is. a mistake. Right? Oh, crap. <laughs> Pierre's French. <laughs> I really want to name my kids something German. No, Damn. I don't think it's, I, I'm sure they did more more research than that. Like, okay. I don't know. Well, I guess besides the, uh, I guess that mistaken perception of language, so is, is Swahili, like when you heard Swahili, is it, different but everything you were expecting out of learning a new it's, african it's language. beautiful i love i love swahili mm. i think it's so cool um can, and also you... swahili is like really important language because it is the most spoken in in africa and it's like it's oh, basically the one i mean it's it's just in east africa but the thing mm. is that it's an official language that 
whole countries speak and it's not colonized language. So oh, like a lot yeah. of African countries have obviously English and French and yeah, Swahili yeah. is, you can be very proud because it's like pure African based. So yeah. like in that culture, in that cultural sense, I feel like it was really important too. Can you cool. say something in Swahili? Because I've never heard anything. In what Swahili. if she just says Mufasa and then Mufasa, <laughs> <laughs> What if that uh, means? Can you pass that spear over there? No. By the way, we're, Jason and I are so culturally ignorant about Swahili. But no, I, yeah. I, I, I'm actually interested. I do want to hear something. I've yeah. never heard Swahili before. I don't even know what it sounds like. Okay. I think I forgot so much of it, but Minataka um, Swahili Kidogo. And that just means I speak Swahili a little bit. Um, wow, God, that's really good. <laughs> that does sound really that's, cool. Yes. Yeah, I, I hope it really is Swahili because I have no idea whether it is or not. But it sounds well because you, you kept talking about how melodic it is and how it's like very and I could I yeah, see it's saying. very just, like yeah. a lot of little breaks. Um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Very cool. And so you were in yeah. uh, East Africa for again uh, a month, two months. We did. We were in Zanzibar for a month, and then we were in like mainland Tanzania for a month, and then we went to Kenya. So they also speak Swahili in Kenya wow. for a month. Yeah. Were you able to get around? Like you were, you were proficient enough at Swahili where you'd be like walking down the street and being like, "Hey, that goat looks good," or "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's how people that. get around. <laughs> I mean, like I don't, I'm doing my American version, but I'm sure there's like an equivalent of. Yeah. Hey, well, anyway. Like, uh, uh, I am, I am you. Yeah, you yeah, are yeah, I yeah, 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 whatever, right? Like you can hang. Yeah. yeah, you can hang. Yeah, it's, exactly right. so, yeah, so he, I mean, especially coming from Arabic, Swahili was like a lot, a lot easier because it, yeah, it wasn't as complicated, but um, yeah, it was nice. Like I, in, in Tanzania, like we were in like a really small town and I would just kind of go on walks like for exercise and then I would just walk and this old woman who's going home she would just join me and we would just have a conversation in Swahili and it was really nice and just every time I walked there was just someone who would just hang out and talk to you and yeah and it was cool because even though I was speaking Swahili and I obviously like don't look like I would it just didn't phase them at all they were like oh cool how long are you here for like okay nice oh, yes. wow. <laughs> yeah yeah I just felt I just felt like a awesome. normal person you know what's crazy to me it it's, it's that doesn't it's, happen in all cultures no yeah I don't. Yes, I, I fully agree. Yes, I fully agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. true. Like if um, a white person speaks Chinese, it freaks, people flip yeah. out. <laughs> they like pick like the cameras come out. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, can yeah. I get a video of you saying this? Yeah. Um, the one thing that is kind of blowing my mind a little bit, even though it shouldn't, is the idea that you were doing very normal things because you know you're living somewhere in an extended period of time. But you know when you're traveling, you're like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. go visit museums. I'm gonna go do these yeah. cultural things. But you're like. I'm out for a walk and just talking like to actually living there, this yeah. lady, right? And I was just thinking, man, that must have been such a crazy juxtaposition to just like yeah. running the Golden Gate Bridge when you were in San Francisco where everyone speaks English. And now you're in Africa talking to this lady about how sweet that goat looks over there and <laughs> how long you're staying here for. And okay, like, that's so ignorant, Kelsey. Can you yeah. stop with the goat <laughs> You need to go to... You need to go I clearly to do. I, I, I fully agree with that, but... I do kind of like the idea of you doing something just completely normal, but just in a yeah. completely new exotic place. Yeah. With a you know, with people who aren't probably used to seeing you and you're not used to seeing them, right? So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean I think we think that way a lot. Like in a lot of places we go, it's very different from San Francisco, obviously, and that's why we like it. But yeah, we're not always sightseeing. It's right. 
like the my favorite things to do is just even just go like grocery shopping like for、mm. fruits and just talking to people and doing yeah exactly like you said really boring everyday things yeah that's crazy I mean it's just weird to think of doing that like <laughs>、uh, just, like like I'd have to like talk to Kelly and be like I don't know which apple should I get this one this is, you know like you got to pick fruit you imagine doing that in I think it I think maybe it was weird when she first started talking about it but like. I I've accepted that. I have not. I still have. You're having. You're really slow to come around. I just. It's, it's, it's like she just not, had to live and do yeah. basic things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So,、uh, was there anywhere else you went in Africa, or was there a third、uh, leg that you went on? No, no, just just、um, Tanzania and Kenya. Yeah,、um, people there were so amazing, like super amazing. I would say coming from Egypt, where you know you do have to be quite distrustful of people because. Everyone's trying to make money. Like they're really hustling. Like, like Egypt. If I had one word, I would say hustle, hustle, hustle. Like、mm. everyone there.、Um, in Tanzania, people are really chill, and they just want to like help you out. And we just had so many people when I first got there, being like, "Oh, let me show you this place," or like, "Hey, come and have tea inside." I'm like, "What do you want?" <laughs> you know, I was so like my walls were up. How jaded、and、you were! <laughs> I was so jaded. I was like, "Oh, we don't want help. Like, just leave me, leave me alone." But、um, yeah, people are just. Really friendly.、Um, I will. Oh, I have this one tip. If you, anyone's、yes. going to that area,、um, okay. If someone says "hakuna matata," which means no worries, obviously Lion King,、uh-huh. um, they are trying to sell you something. Most of the time, they're trying to like kind of rip you off or sell you something. Okay. If they say "hamna shida" or "hakuna shida," that means no problem, and that is not. A very touristy way of talking to people. So if someone says "hanashida hakunashida," usually like they are giving an honest price and they're not trying to like get anything from you. So that's kind of how we were able to decipher whether someone was like trustful or you know or not. So yeah,、oh, that's actually an interesting.、Tip. So it's sorry, hakuna hashida. Hamnashida, Hamnashida, or hakunashida. Hakunashida. Okay. Yeah,、wow. shida means problem and hakuna means. There is no. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. Well, very nice.、Yeah. Good to know. So,、um, I I know that you also went to South America, and I think that was probably one of the last countries you went to before some like event happened、mm-hmm. that kind of just slowed things down for you a bit. <laughs> yeah, just a little blip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the next kind of learn extreme learning thing we wanted to do was、um, to go to. Colombia and to learn salsa. So I just love salsa. Like I like the salsa music. It's very lively, and I've always wanted. When it comes on, I always want to dance, but I don't know how to. So、oh, Joe's like, I wanted、oh, to. Joe's a great dancer. Just wanted to. Just wanted oh really? To she's, she's like, <laughs> no, you grew up dancing. No, I'm not. She's not coordinated not. whatsoever. Oh really? She is. <laughs> yeah. Very not coordinated. She barely can walk. She can barely hit the steps. Yeah, that, I would、okay. say that's accurate. Like I mean, that's that's why we. It's, it was a perfect、uh-huh. example of something that we should do. It's something that I was so uncomfortable with, and especially like my partner as well. He's not a dancer, and we're both two left feet, really stiff,、yeah. self-conscious. Definitely makes us feel really uncomfortable. So,、um, yeah, Colombia. No, I feel bad for saying that she was uncoordinated, but <laughs> you should feel you should feel bad for multiple things that but, you said. But she,、podcast. but she, but you know what? I'm I'm gonna pick my battles on this one.、Um, but sorry, good. I know. Double down on it. I was, yeah. I, I still am not great, but、um, 
Yeah. So we went to Colombia. It's there's a city in Colombia called Cali, and it's like one of the salsa capitals in the world. We basically we found this studio, and we we went like five or six times a week. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it was like pretty intense. And well, sorry to interrupt, but one quick comment is you really are doing like very intensive things for a very long stretch of time. Like, how long is each day of salsa dancing you're doing? It's just an hour. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad, but we have to go home and like practice right. stuff because we forget too. it all. Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, that's basically like the attitude we had for a lot of this stuff. Like when we were learning languages, we would do at least like five, five lessons a day. And then we'd also have our own self-study. Wow. And so we were really like getting, trying to get into it in a really short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, was there like a wall that you would hit? I mean, because I can imagine if you're compre- like compressing that and like what motivates you to keep going to. Well, it's it helps a lot when you're actually there and in the country because uh, you're yeah. hearing all the time and you always want to be like, oh, I wish I could say this better. You're just daily like mm-hmm. in, in it. But I mean, for example, like now, I mean, I'm still learning languages, but it's really it's so much harder doing it remotely. I mean, it's definitely yeah. possible, but that natural constant environmental motivation just isn't there yeah because there's less of a need yeah right cool so did you learn salsa like you feel very confident now on a dance floor like yeah (laughs) no i don't no i don't feel very confident but but we come we really came a long way it is it is like night and day and and that's not to say that i'm great now it's just to show how awful we were (laughs) in the beginning Uh um (laughs) But we, yeah, we're, we are actually not, I don't want to even say we're decent. We're okay. You're proficient. Fine. You're proficient. If a salsa song came on, you would, yeah. you would know what to do. Yeah. And people would be like, I would be, they are doing salsa. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah, that's really cool. I would be cool. able to. Yeah. I mean, it's, I love salsa. Like it's, re, it re, it was really like learning another language, like a, the language of dance. Um, but <laughs> yeah. it's right. like, a body language. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the cool thing too, is I think the whole discover discomfort concept is not limited to language, right? Because you're actually doing other things too that are culturally immersive, where whether it's the language mm-hmm. itself or whether it's some very culturally specific dance or martial arts, like obviously that's something very mm-hmm. derivative of the country. So, right. Um, yeah. So is this when the pandemic had hit? I think when you were in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah we were... How was that? I'm sure that <laughs> oh, was. Gosh, that was crazy like because it hit south america very late so we were just kind of hearing about things around march and then maybe like towards the end of our time there we started seeing things in the news and like in colombia but it was very very early and basically we were near cartagena and i hadn't i still haven't been to cartagena it's so annoying but we were near there like in the mountains and we realized that australia was gonna close their borders or they were talking about it around that time Mm -hmm. and we had to decide like okay are we gonna go am i going to america or am i going to australia or are we like gonna keep traveling around south america it was like super uncertain so we decided okay we're just gonna play it safe go to australia and then we booked a ticket and then like the next day they said oh they're gonna close the border and i was like and we're like fuck (laughs) and so we had to like cancel it and then we were like oh should we and we read about some you can apply for an exemption because Dan and I were not married, so we're like we're not direct family, and I wouldn't basically they would turn me away. Uh-huh. Um, 
but then they were saying it's by a certain date. So we like booked another one for that date. And we basically like every day we were canceling and booking tickets oh, for like a week, wow. which was super stressful because obviously everyone was calling their phone. So we had to be right. on the phone for three hours yeah. every time. Yeah. But yeah, we, we luckily got an exemption. We like emailed an Australian embassy. We just chose Korea. Like they're not doing anything. We'll just you know, email <laughs> Korea. <laughs> and, and interesting fact and Korea, we like a had to, yeah i don't know and and we had to like put all of our evidence like we're really in a relationship even though we're not married oh. all this stuff and yeah they actually got back to us within 24 hours wow. and gave me an exemption which i now realize is we were so lucky because we later heard of so many stories of actual people who are like married with families who have been split and not been able to like wow. be joined and yeah so we got really lucky but wow. that was so chaotic yeah and even when we were going to Cartagena that was where the air the plane was flying from they had a it was called is Toca de Queda but I think it was like it was basically locked down and all the that day all the stores and restaurants and everything was closed and so and they would the police were patrolling so we couldn't leave and we didn't have any food. And so we basically <laughs> didn't have any food that whole day. Um, and then we, we left. Was it, we, had it, we left to the airport. Was it discomfortable? <laughs> it was very discomfortable. Okay. Cool. Well, there you go. That, yeah. Wow. What a story. Yeah. So you like right. barely got out of yeah. Columbia. Yeah. We got so, and, and we booked like, the last ticket basically um, to go to Australia because I checked right after we booked ours and then the next ticket was $10,000. Like it was insane. Yeah, just one way. So shout out to Korea. Yeah. Thank you for not really having anything to do or not doing anything, (laughs) however you put it. (laughs) That was amazing. We were so impressed like within 24 hours. That was crazy. Yeah. They were like, they saw Hyun, they're like, yeah, yeah, she's cool. She's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's the best. She's cool. one of us. Yeah, yeah. One of us. <laughs> so, is, so you've basically been spending the pandemic in Australia then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we've been here for about a little over a year and a half. And, um, and so obviously that kind of held up your uh, plans of international traveling yeah. and immersion. Yeah. So what have you been doing in lieu of being able to travel like that? Yeah. Sounds, I mean, oh, cool. man. Yeah, it's been really tough. I mean, I feel really lucky because Australia basically in Queensland, like we haven't had almost any COVID. And so life has been really normal, like day to day life. But yeah, obviously, it's a huge change from what we were doing before where, you know, we're usually in a country that doesn't speak English. And Australia is different to America, but not that different. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, this year, we've we've just been focusing a lot on our business and starting up new websites and like we've been really focused on income um, this year and i think it's been really good we've used our time well so i feel like now when the world opens up like when we were in egypt we were living off of like 20 dollars a day for like everything Mm. um and now i think we we can be much more comfortable and go to countries that are like more expensive 23 dollars nice so so some people got fit during the pandemic you got rich yeah is that what you're saying Basically. Like, you got loaded. <laughs> she's like yo 35 35 bucks a day i got that Boom. i got this Boom. <laughs> Boom. give me that give me that extra guac in that chipotle yeah 
Oh, Lithuania. I don't, even, don't even ask don't me. Even, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Why even? Yeah, just get the get the melon baller out and just start scooping guac. That's what I want. <laughs> um, well, that's crazy. I did not realize the whole ordeal of trying to get into Australia. How's the How's the business going though? Because if you are focused on it, it sounds like new additions. It sounds like or, it's going well. Yeah. Yeah. New updates happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's going really well. Um, yeah. Like we've kind of expanded into different niches. And we've hired writers and I hate writing. So, and my partner loves writing. So he's, he writes like most of our articles, but, but yeah, now we just have other writers write for us, which is really nice. And it helps, it's helped us to grow a lot faster. So yeah, it's going really well. Wonderful. That's awesome. So where can we find this website? I know we've been talking about it and I'm sure folks can Google it, but if there is a website (laughs) that you'd like to refer folks to. (laughs) So yeah, it's discoverdiscomfort.com. Great. Um, yeah. Great. Very cool. Well, that was quite quite a tale. Um, I I could tell you what I was doing for the last year and month, and it was basically you're, either here or at home. Ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you, yeah. yeah. Well, you're or, having or, a or bunch working. of babies. Yes, that is also a thing that's happening. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A whole bunch of them. <laughs> so I don't even know how to say bunch in Swahili, but a whole. A whole Simba. Oh, I don't know. Group <laughs> a whole Rafiki. <laughs> we are definitely not getting any African listeners now. Definitely. No, I'm, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> um, yeah, very cool. I think one of the re- one of the more interesting things about why I wanted to talk to you is because you're a tale of two lives, and so it's interesting to see how that kind of evolved over time and. Yeah. And uh yeah. I I love when that happens. Yeah. Yeah, when people are like, you know, for whatever reason on some certain straight right. and narrow path sure. and then like you know, total they try to mix it up yeah. and then it it turns out great. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, it's we learned so much from you. I we think did. it's time for your pop quiz, Joe. You yeah, ready? Joe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh boy. Let's do this. Right. Oh wow. Look at that. Look at that. Like yeah. initiative, like yeah. go getter getiveness. Yeah, Joe's here. Joe's here learning a lot of uh, languages. You need to learn English. I think I need to. I need to. Does Discover Discomfort do an English program? <laughs> because I might need to enroll in that one. Um, but we will start off with our first game. It is called Top Five. So, Joe, okay, what are your top five tips for cultural immersion? Uh, okay, for cultural immersion, I would say definitely learn learn the language, and then to try all the local foods and fruits. Mm-hmm. And fruits. And yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, of the countries that we've been going yeah. to, gosh, so many good fruits. Oh, um, it's, it's crazy I how guess, much like fruit varies from like. Uh, yeah, I, I actually genuinely was like, I would not have thought of that, but yeah. I, I the fingerling limes have just completely Finger changed limes. my perception. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but yeah, okay. Food and fruits. And then like try to find a local friend. Find a local that's, friend. That's oh, interesting. Got it. Yeah. I mean, that's hard to do in, if you're just on vacation, yeah. but, and then go, go to some, like learn about the history of the area um, and five. Yeah. Listen to the music. Nice. Feel like oh, that's, cool. Oh, that's, that was good. Do you do you yeah. listen to a lot of like? Do you have any favorite Arabic music or favorite Swahili music? Oh no, no, I don't. But Arabic music has some real bangers. 
for sure. Bet, yeah. And awesome. actually, a lot of African music has very similar dance notes to Latin music. Oh, so it's, it's super interesting. interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And then, yeah, I just had a quick question. You, you mentioned like finding a friend or making a friend. How do you mm-hmm. go about doing that? You can find conversation partners. Like like in Egypt, I had a few conversation partners that I would I, I ended up meeting up with. Um, and then through Instagram, I, I met some people. I see. Um, yeah. And and I've met some of my actually some of my teachers, like my Italki teachers oh, that are yeah. local. Yeah, I, we still like keep in touch with them, and they're really awesome. Oh, that's so cool. Very cool. You actually passed that? I think that was. No, that was great. That yeah. was a great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll give that a pass. You passed that one. <laughs> well done. God. Level one. Good. 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 Great. So uh, our next game is called Either or. So Joe, I'm going to give you two options, and all you have to do is pick one. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Los Angeles or Brisbane? Oh, L.A. Ooh, yeah. She didn't say it the cool way. Ooh. Yeah. She didn't say Los Angeles. She said is L.A. LA the cool <laughs> yeah, it's way, the cool way to, to do it, man. It's the cool way to do it. <laughs> Just like if I'd ask San Francisco, if you say Frisco, you're cool. I thought the cool way was to say <laughs> City of Stars. Kill me. Oh, <laughs> Please kill nice. me. Nice. <laughs> no, I love it. I think it's so poetic. <laughs> wow, so supportive. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Next, Salsa the Dance. Or salsa, the dip. <laughs> Dance. Uh, more than the dip? The dip is Whoa. very good. That's, wow, okay. <laughs> salsa, salsa. it just means sauce in Spanish. So, so. the dance is sauce. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I guess. So, okay, cool. I actually never put that together. Like, I knew salsa, the food, like the word means sauce, but then... Does yeah, it? I guess the I, dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't, well, I don't know if the dance... Me- yeah it's like this is our sauciest that's kind of a cool name something. i wish yeah, there was yeah. a, i think i'm gonna come up with Where a dance come from? in america called the sauce called the sauce yeah yeah, yeah do the sauce mm-hmm. yeah, do yeah. The so- i can see that happening yeah. <laughs> i like the hand motion that you did too. boom i'm doing it already yeah, yeah. that's that's how you know it's a banger when you got your friends i'm so glad one hand nonchalantly in the air anyway uh next matt smith or david Tennant? i think david Tennant. yeah but that's hard. Yes. But I think it's David Tennant. You think for he sure. edges it out? Yes. Yeah. Jason yeah. clearly knows what we're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking those about. Are, those are two actors who played Doctor Who because as I mentioned up front. Doctor Who? Doctor Who. Oh. Yeah. Got it. I see what <laughs> But Joe loves Doctor Who, if I recall. And if you watch like yeah, all, there's okay. like a thousand seasons of Doctor Who. No, I haven't seen all the seasons. I've only seen the recent ones. I haven't seen the older ones. But David okay. Tennant. Maybe oh, I need to. That, mm, okay. It's great. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, if you like Sherlock Holmes yeah. type of stuff, you would really, it's like Sherlock Holmes in space. Oh. Oh. And future and time travel. People love Doctor Who, man. That's yeah. Joe. You were Doctor probably, Who's in space? I had no. Yeah, I, Doctor Who. Like there's no the, concept, uh, the, the, the. It's the, like time travel. There's like the telephone booth, right? And the. Is he's just like extremely smart. He's extremely smart in like the Sherlock Holmes sense, oh. and he's a bit strange and very eccentric. Yeah. And is he a medical doctor? He, like, no, no, he's a doctor no. of philosophy. <laughs> oh, a PhD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Joe, I wish you described <laughs> this to me like this earlier because I've known you for however long, and you've never described it to me, and I've never really had any understanding of what Doctor oh. Who is. So if you had said 
Sherlock I didn't Holmes. Know that. I love the BBC Sherlock Holmes. Like that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed that love, too. You would yeah. love it. I know. I uh, oh, you should have described it to me better. You will get into. You'll get into it. I'm scared though. I don't, you watch it. I don't have time. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. All right. Anyway, well, with that, the very last and some would say most important question, Jason or Kelsey? Um, Jason. Yes. You see the the speed, <laughs> the certainty out of all the questions you've asked. Just like, uh, boom. Okay. Holding. Uh, I'm just kidding. Well, it, it's because <laughs> I just, I just, I know you guys have asked this before, and I wanted oh, to say it really quickly just to destroy just Confidence. a little bit of Kelsey. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a good Did reason to do it, and it looks like it worked. <laughs> I've only cried a few times in my life. And after a barrage of abuse that I've taken during this episode, <laughs> we might be adding one to my life. I just want to say that. I want to say, even though you probably passed that one, you failed because of that last answer. You just no, failed. That, was, no, that no, 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 question no, no, no. was worth. Oh, that means nothing to me. <laughs> I, I won. I know I won. She your has, approval. She has, yeah. Your approval means nothing to me. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs> Dead eyes. Well, cool. My very good friend Joe passed that one. Yeah, she did. Cool. Thanks. Oh boy. All right. All right, Joe. You're doing great so far, and this is this is a chance to further cement like your legacy here. We're gonna play Fact or Fiction International Travel Edition, and this is a head-to-head battle between you and Kelsey. So there there will be a winner here. Um, okay. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna say a statement, and both of you just say whether or not you think it's a fact or a fiction. Yeah, we'll go okay. from there. Yeah, all right, all right. Here we go. <clears throat> Banana is a popular pizza topping in Sweden. Fact. False. Mm. I think it is true, though. Actually, do you want to change your answer? Oh, what the? Heck? <laughs> I'll go with false. I'll go with false. false. Okay. Oh boy. Wow, Kelsey, relax here. I'm very uh, the, nervous. The, the answer is true. Yes. All right, it's a fact. Ah. Yeah. And it's often paired with curry powder. So oh, banana and curry I, powder on pizza. Very when you said Sweden, I, for some reason, I was like, I could see that. The Swedes, they love themselves. Yeah, it was like, I feel like bananas don't grow there. So I feel like they wouldn't use it very much. But I guess that's Wow, you're wrong. like using logic. I just went with like, Swedes like bananas, right? <laughs> I didn't even know they had bananas in Sweden. All right. There are 10 countries in the world that do not have a permanent natural river flowing within them? False. Or fiction. Uh, I'll say false. Okay, great. So both of you said false? Yes. All right. You are both correct. In fact, there are 17 countries. uh, Yeah, I thought it was more. That that don't have it. I did. Yeah, there you go. Okay, here we go. Russia only recently classified beer as an alcoholic drink in 2011. Fact true all right very good it is true remarkably before any other drink that had less than 10 percent alcohol in russia was simply considered a food stuff are you serious yeah <laughs> 10 percent percent oh my god yeah that's really I'm, on brand i'm i'm not even it's not even alcohol it's not even alcohol it's fine it's fine all right here we go so i yeah just to recap kelsey is in the lead by one the dirtiest place on an airplane or in airports is the tray table fact false 
Oh, yeah, I think. No. Oh, no. I'd say fall. All right, all right. Kelsey's pulling even further ahead. <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. The, How dare you? It is you? the dirtiest place. Yes. Which is, and it's followed by drinking fountain buttons, the overhead air vents, the lavatory flush buttons, the seatbelt buckles, and then the bathroom stall locks. Oh, the drinking fountains at the airport? Oh, God. Well, I, I mean, use that a this, lot. This doesn't say like... It's extremely dirty or not dirty. It's That's just true. like it's this is just the scale, ranking yeah. of dirtiest to it's the like least. Yeah. Two picograms yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. Dirt. Just continue licking those buttons, yes. Kelsey. Yeah. So <laughs> all you listeners out there, keep licking them buttons and keep spitting on those tray tables. Ah, oh, this is that, right. I needed okay. that. Well, I, I, I did luckily I have a lot prepared, and because Joe is losing by two, and I really want her to win, <laughs> we're gonna continue going. Oh no! I don't it brings me so much joy. All right, here we go. Greenland has no mosquitoes, whereas in Iceland, mosquitoes are abundant. True. I was going to say true. You're going to say true? Okay, sure. All right, it's okay. You guys both said true, and you're both wrong. Whoa. What? I thought it was... So I only thought that was true because isn't Iceland really green and Greenland's very cold? Like, even like the naming is switched. Supposedly, it's opposite. Yeah. yeah. But in Greenland, there are numerous shallow ponds where mosquitoes lay eggs. Oh, got it. <laughs> you really don't care. So it's this, this, okay. This is the best. Yeah. She, just she like, really oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> okay. okay. Really Here, how about okay. this? How about this? This is the um, last one. It's gonna. It's worth four points. Okay. Okay. It's worth four points. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this wrong. It's okay. Yeah, if you get it wrong, whatever. <laughs> the biggest pyramid in the world is the Great Pyramid of Giza. Fiction. True. True. Okay. Well, this is a landslide victory for Kelsey. It's like it's like Vegas or something, right? It's like not in Egypt, right? So the the biggest pyramid in the world is actually located in Mexico. Oh, it's the, the yeah. oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so just just over time, nature has kind of covered it up, so it's not like oh. as mm. plainly visible. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I don't think I've ever gotten them all right before. Did you get? Did oh, you get wow, them all? Got, right? I didn't even realize. But oh, no, 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 sorry, no, the I didn't. Greenland but one. Never, the Greenland. Yeah, I never I just, won before. But I never lost the point. Like I never. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, like yes, we were both wrong, but like we were wrong together. Okay. Joe, we were wrong together on that one. Oh, isn't that sweet? Well done, Kelsey. <laughs> we all have to take our wins when, when we why, can. Why do you do that? <laughs> why do you just, like, you were here. You were above it. And then you just went ahead and just went to the knees again. All right. So I'm counting that as a victory for Joe. And um, we're going <laughs> Gonna, yeah, <laughs> unless you count, I don't know, numerically, and then it's totally not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I count alph- alphabetically. <laughs> oh, I see. Um, <laughs> and Jake does come before K. All right. Uh, so, last name. Hey, man. Come on. Oh, by first name. All right. <laughs> Our last activity is Won't You Haiku. So this is a collective activity. We're going to write a haiku together. Uh, Joe, you'll take the first line, Kelsey the second, and I'll take the third. And we're going to write a haiku about international immersion. Oh. All right. Okay. Um, oh, this is so hard. I love to travel. Good. Traveling is like Yahoo. 
traveling is like, yeah, guy, this is you're so annoying. You can take, hey, you don't. Okay. <laughs> Marissa Mayer. <laughs> I don't know. That was that does funny. That does work, but it, I, does, it works. It's not it's so good. like metaphorical, you know. Oh, no. Yeah, traveling is like so. Yahoo. The, the funny- I, I wanted to say it no longer works. Works, <laughs> or like, yeah. Well, I which was- is oh, actually, that's a better ending. Yeah, it no longer works. Yeah, because we can't travel now oh, given, the, given the conditions. Yeah, wow. it no go. longer works. Was, All right, can good. I use that? All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I, the, I so I meant not Yahoo. Well, I kind of alluded to it, but I was like, it's. Yahoo! Like Yahoo! Oh, I yeah. see. I see. I could. I guess I could have went that way. Yeah, I was kind of like you're taking it very literally at this point. Like, yeah, I know. I was trying to find a, a even, parallel between went, something that doesn't I, exist right, anymore. Why, who's this? Like, Charlie's like. I even went a little like. Oh, here we go. No. So okay. I should have said Yippee Kaya Yay. Yes, as, as the end. Yippee Kaya Yay. Yeah, that's yeah. fine right there. Yeah, yeah. That one's. That's okay. Good. So I feel like okay. I've redeemed myself. Hopefully, that's three yeah, three yeah, suitable endings. All right. Despite your best efforts, I did win that last game. I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, the factor fiction. Yeah. You're okay, still thinking Kel- about that? Yes. <laughs> okay, Kel- okay, Kelsey. You okay, won. Kelsey, you're you a winner. Great. You're a big boy. And you're a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you touch me. <laughs> oh boy. Well, that well, was that was a lot of things. That was I will great. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I learned a lot. I really did. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you learn, Joe? I never knew the driving factor of why you decided to kind of pivot from this traditional business career to international travel. And I am actually just as your, despite what we say here, as my friend, it's really nice to see how well things are going. Um, I I know I like to drop by and see how things. Are going with you because you no longer live uh, in California, which 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 you know hurts me. But it is really great to see that things are going well for you, and it does sound like there was very clearly a method to the madness, um, at least to me, a bit of madness. But I mean, it, you're making it work, and I'm just very happy to see that that it's working out. So that's what. Oh, I'm thanks, say. Kelsey. That was so, nice. Jason, what did you learn? What did I learn? I mean, I learned a lot of random stuff. Yeah, actually. You know, like I didn't know that the names in Lion King were Swahili, but the songs were in Zulu. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like a, a lot of interesting, like tidbits. travel tidbits yeah, and, yeah. and factoids, which was great. But I think, yeah, mainly it's what I alluded to before. Like, it's always cool to hear from people who, you know, kind of in a way took their life in their own hands and like really did something with it. Yeah. So it was a treat to to be able to hear your story, and it, it's awesome to 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 meet you as well. Like, this is the first time we're meeting and. Yeah, yeah I, I think this was a great conversation. Yeah, lovely. Great. Joe, did you? Was there anything you learned from us? Oh well, I learned. Oh, I learned that you guys are really great, two great dudes, and uh, haiku it now. Do it as a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you guys yeah, are great really, dudes. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, it was. I guess it was just nice kind of looking back and I really miss travel and um and you know it's cool that you guys did this podcast I, I'm sure it's kind of a similar type of discover discomfort experience for you guys just like yeah. trying trying this new thing and um and I don't know that's always nice to see oh. that 
Well, that's pretty sweet of you to say, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Right. That is true. Yeah. Right. We've never done anything like this before. Yeah. And it's, we, sh- we should learn how to salsa dance together. It's been very discomfortable yes. yeah, working with you, Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I could undiscover this, I would. Yeah. I would yeah. Do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Thank you again, Joe, for, for the time, for, for waking up super it's early yeah. very to, early to oh be here gosh. with us yeah we really appreciate talking it talking to us for like hours yeah yeah yeah. literally yeah. hours yeah and for putting up with like our unprofessional moments like yes. yeah really do appreciate it yeah like you guys were late Oof. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah 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 again like other I, guests I, I don't know if, if i've please, said this already here please but come. like at 7 a.m in australia joe looks way fresher way yeah. more alive and like like <laughs> glowing than it, Kelsey if you I, if you don't mind me saying Jason, late afternoon joe makes me and you look like a big old hot pile of garbage okay exactly. we look like just like new york <laughs> pronunciation garbage. garbage like yeah very very garbage yeah yeah, yeah for sure so yeah but yeah uh, okay good <laughs> yeah so yeah thank you again joe for being here and thank you so much for being a friend it's it's I, I I guess I'm speaking for myself yes. more than, than for Kelsey at, you know, at the you, moment. Silence. You know where you you know where you stand. You still, know where you stand. Joe. It was still steaming. I could feel it Joe's, radiating radiating let, out your body. Yes. There's a reason why Joe and I still are. You know, she she is one of. I would say she's one of my uh, close business school friends. So yes. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. she nice. didn't say it back. No, she she she, did, she just said it's nice. Uh, but yeah, I, I also want to thank everybody listening. Like, we really do appreciate you tuning in. And yeah, wish everybody a great week. Yes, we can't do this without you. So much appreciated and enjoy. Thanks all. Bye. 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 This has been Jason and Kelsey Have Friends. Executive produced by Dora. Talent managed by Kelly. Design and artwork by Hobby at madebyhobby.com. Theme song by Jason questions comments send us an email at jason and kelsey at gmail.com or visit us at jason and if you haven't already please rate and subscribe everywhere multiple times <laughs>